Letter forty one of the Sylph. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recorded by Celine Major. The Sylph by Georgiana Cavendish, Duchess of Devonshire. Letter forty one to miss grenville my storm of grief is now a little appeased and i think i ought to apologize to my dearest louisa for making her so free a participator of my frenzy yet i doubt not of your forgiveness on this as well as many occasions reflecting with the liveliest gratitude on the extreme tenderness you have ever shown me the morning after i had written that incoherent letter to you miss finch paid me a visit she took no notice of the dejection of my countenance which i am convinced was but too visible but putting on a cheerful air though i thought she too looked melancholy when she first came in i am come to tell you my dear lady stanley said she that you must go to lady d s route this evening you know you are engaged and i design you for my chaperon excuse me my dear returned i i cannot think of going thither and was just going to send a card to that purpose lady stanley she replied you must go indeed i have a very particular reason for urging you to make your appearance there and i have as particular a reason said i turning away my head to conceal a tear that would unbidden start in my eye to prevent my going there or anywhere else at present her eyes were moistened when taking my hand in hers and looking up in my face with the utmost friendliness my amiable lady stanley it grieves my soul to think any of the licentious wretches in this town should dare asperse such excellence as yours but that infamous creature lady anne said last night in the coffee-room at the opera that she had heard lady stanley took to heart was her expression the departure of baron tonhausen and that she and miss finch had quarrelled about their gallant believe me i could sooner have lost the power of speech than have communicated so disagreeable a piece of intelligence to you but that i think it highly incumbent on you by appearing with cheerfulness in public with me to frustrate the malevolence of that spiteful woman as much as we both can what have i done to that vile woman said i giving a loose to my tears in what have i injured her that she should thus seek to blacken my name dare to be virtuous while she is infamous answered miss finch but however my dear lady stanley you perceive the necessity of contradicting her assertion of our having quarrelled on any account and nothing can so effectually do it as our appearing together in good spirits mine cried i are broken entirely i have no wish to wear the semblance of pleasure while my heart is bowed down with woe but we must do disagreeable things sometimes to keep up appearances that vile woman as you justly call her would be happy to have it in her power to spread her calumny we may in part prevent it besides i promised the baron i would not let you sit moping at home but draw you out into company at the same time giving you as much of mine as i could and as i found agreeable to you i beg you to be assured my dear that the company of no one can be more so than yours and as i have no doubts of your sincere wish for my welfare i will readily submit myself to your discretion but how shall i be able to confront that infamous lady anne who will most probably be there never mind her let conscious merit support you reflect on your own worth nor cast one thought on such a wretch i will dine with you and in the evening we will prepare for this visit 
i made no inquiry why the baron recommended me so strongly to miss finch i thought such inquiry might lead us farther than was prudent besides i knew miss finch had a tendre for him and therefore through the course of the day i never mentioned his name miss finch was equally delicate as myself our discourse then naturally fell on indifferent subjects and i found i grew towards the evening much more composed than i had been for some time the party was large but to avoid conversation as much as possible i sat down to a quadrille table with miss finch and encouraged by her looks and smiles which i believe the good girl forced into her countenance to give me spirits i got through the evening tolerably well the next morning i walked with my friend into the park i never dine out as i would wish always to be at home at meal-times lest sir william should choose to give me his company but that is very seldom the case and as to the evenings i never see him as he does not come home till three or four in the morning and often stays out the whole night we have of course separate apartments adieu my beloved would to god i could fly into your arms and there forget my sorrows yours most affectionately j s End of letter 41